Hello and welcome to Potluck Personas with me, Katie Eden-Todd. In this series, we explore the unique persona archetype life maps of guests from all over the world. We discover the six personas in their life map and hear how their maps have helped them answer, who am I and what am I here for? They'll reveal their struggles, contradictions, dreams and vision for their lives. Let's meet today's guest. Welcome, Nat, a primary raven. Hi, Dallin. Hi, Katie. How are you today? I'm good. See, this is one primary raven talking to another primary raven. So watch out. Watch out, everyone. Hope you hope you hang in with us. Let's hear a little bit about you and, and where are you from now? Just tell us a little bit about you. Okay, so I actually live in Western Australia. I am a mother to five beautiful children um, and I'm also a bond therapist. So I have um, and working also with mentoring through the persona archetype work um, and I've loved it every step of the way. Fantastic, fantastic. We met how long ago, do you think, Nat? Oh, my goodness. Like, I think it must be about 16, 15 or 16 years ago now. So yeah. when I was very young bone therapist um, and learning my way through understanding how to be a raven, actually, that's really where why I came into contact with you, Katie, and, and really you took me under your wing and we understood the archetypes inside out and I just finally felt seen and understood. So that's yeah. how long ago it was. And from then I have loved it ever since and continue to follow as an avid, avid listener and also working alongside you. So it's been an, a phenomenal journey so far. It's, it's been great. It's been wonderful. Ravens are very rare, by the way, everyone. Primary Ravens is the rarest of all and Raven is a rare persona in this time. So it's really lovely. Most of us are isolated and don't know any other ravens. So it's it's a real joy when you do meet someone with raven. Tell us about your map. Let's just go through what is your map. And apart from that, with five kids, I just want to reiterate that. You have five kids and lovely husband. Has this work, was that part of why you wanted to know about personas? Because understanding five different kids, I have three, but they're very different, aren't they, all our children? Oh, unbelievably different it's amazing how two two people can come together and create an amazing unique little individual and I've got five of them that I've had to understand yes obviously so I have raven number one so my innate under want is to understand everyone inside out what makes them tick how I can be a, the best parent to guide them through this world so for me um, that was one of the huge aspects that I, um, why I came into this work was to parent my children the best that I could to honour and um, see the uniqueness for what they were and how they would want to change this world for the better. So that's why I initially got into um, doing the, the group work, the user guide to human, um, was why I got in to parent better. Yeah. Do you find that this is going a little bit off point, but do you find that you have to parent each child a little differently? Oh, every single one. So I've got a little parrot lion um, as my eldest, who's a little, little light spark. He just lights up this world and is unstoppable and extremely argumentative. He's, he can just argue for the whole of Australia if he wanted to. 
Um, and obviously that would trigger me a lot. So for me, I wanted to understand how better to parent him. Then I've got a little, um, a little cold swan, um, Sparrow, who oh. will not leave my side. Yeah. Um, and he is very tentative about getting and jumping into anything. Um, but once he's there, he feels like he will always, he can, he can be a winner at things. So I've learned how to parent him extremely in a very, like a much gentler way than yes. my oldest. Yes. Uh, my little, my little third little boy, he, um, he is a, he's a peacock with a raven and a parrot. So again, he wants to know what this world is, is all about, yes. but he wants to do it in a, in, with enthusiasm and depth and connect, like being connective. Um, so again, completely different parenting style. And it's all about the show and how we do it in a way that really meets people where they're at, but we go really to the depth of it straight away. Yeah. So he'll call me out and he calls my husband out on Does absolutely he? everything. Yeah. Um, and then I have two little girls, twin girls. Um, and again, twins, completely different in personality. Um, they're identical twins as well. So it's quite interesting that they don't mirror one, one another. They actually are so different. So I've got a little lion there and a little sparrow at the moment. They're too young to, to see oh. all of their personas. But I can see how much one of them is a, probably a swan, is, a, is actually a sparrow swan, little river. And Lucy is definitely a lion, definitely a lion. She's uh, loud and she's boisterous and she's the youngest, but she owns this entire house. So. Oh, that sounds <laughs> like a lion to me. That's lovely to get a glimpse of that. And even just hearing these terms, if they're a little bit unfamiliar to people listening to the podcast, there's a free quiz that you can do to go and get a guide of your personas. So you won't get the order of your map right from that, but it'll be close. And you'll probably get your six personas. And then there's loads of free information, free podcasts, and then our podcasts on each of them. So there's lots of resources out there. Just go to katieedentodd.com and you can find out this stuff. But hearing the variety that you just described in the five, it sounds exhausting. And you know, if you didn't know what, they were, what made them tick and how they, you know, what matters to them and where they're going to get stuck and what their strengths are, it could have been quite a landmine situation trying to find the right path for each one. I think it would have taken quite a lot harder journey, Nat, to be able to get that. Absolutely. The dark, like, and also, obviously, I'm going to describe my map as well, and it will make you understand why I decided to do this straight away. Yeah. I, w- I obviously am a raven, number one. I go out into the world as an elven swan, the cold swan there. Then in my relationships, I'm a nightingale, number four. I've got parrot um, and then I've got sparrow sitting in, in my ambitions and, and lifestyle. And then at number six um, at home, I've got lion. So for me, whilst I was parenting my beautiful brood, um, I was getting really dark and I was getting really frustrated and really angry and condemning and horror. Like it went to a really horrible place um, and I didn't want to be that parent. No. So for me, that's why I chose to get straight into this work on a, on a deeper level so that I could nurture them the way that they needed to. Obviously, in a primal way, I'm not going to be, um, you know, I, I have my boundaries, absolutely, definitely, which I need, yeah. um, but they also need that to thrive in this world. And that's why I feel um, it was so important to do this work, not just for them, but for me. Yes, I, I needed it. I needed to understand myself. And for your self-esteem better. as a parent, because 
parenting's the hardest job in the world. And we all know that we fuck up. And when we're in child in ourselves and we're in our shadow side of our personas, which are archetypal and they've got light and shadow sides, when we get stuck in a rut in the wrong places, we're the worst versions of ourselves. And how toxically do we judge ourselves as parents? And I think we're way too harsh, though sometimes you'll get parents who just ignore stuff and I don't want to deal with it. It's too hard. I understand that. And we've got a whole parenting series available for any parents out there who might be interested. But yeah, to be able to be the best parent you are, it helps you sleep better at night. It helps you feel like when you feel like you understand a child and, and I get that my child here gets stuck in this way and needs this, but that one, don't do that with them. Do this instead. Once you started to get that, it does make parenting easier and it is such, it's the hardest job in the world now. Oh, it is the hardest job in the world, but just with these few understandings of the personas and understanding your child, it feels like you're kicking a lot more goals than kicking the goalpost constantly. Less conflicts with your kids and less conflict at home because they're feeling seen and heard and understood and supported as they're crying out for. But let's go back to your map. So you're a Raven one. We can understand that you're doing this sort of work, life, purpose, destiny, what makes you tick, all of that stuff. Got it. Now, what does it mean that you're an elven swan going out in the world? As I've said in previous podcasts, this is how we drive our life. It's our style of going out there. And uh, in so with career, with work, with money, with ambition, that sort of thing. So what's an elven swan going out in the world like? A lot quieter than, any, than a lot of the others, absolutely. We <laughs> tend to do things at our, in our own way and our own pace. Yes. Absolutely. Um, you know, I want freedom. I want financial freedom. That's what I aim for. I work for myself. I've always wanted to work for myself. Yep. I can't vision myself working for anyone else either um, because I've got the drive to believe in myself when I'm in, in a good space, yep. okay? Um, what I'm like with money, um, at the end, I can be tight with money, to be honest. That's what Elvin Swans are like. They're tight with money, but they'll spend money where they choose to. When they're passionate about something, they will spend money there. But most of the time, tight with money, um, you know, as long as it's in a good parameter, then it, then it gets spent. Absolutely. I yeah. want a self-sufficient lifestyle as well. Yeah. Okay. So me and my husband, we, we worked hugely towards goals. That's another, that's a big thing on his behalf. He's got BB in his map, but teeing with my map. Um, we worked really hard to get, you know, the lifestyles that we've got. We, we're on um, two and a half acres now to, so that our children can enjoy it. Okay. But it gives us that quieter lifestyle that, that my swan loves and yes. his swan loves. Yeah. Um, and that's how I drive out. But you know what? On the, on the other side of it, I can get suspicious about things as well. So I won't always jump into things straight away. My risk management, I look at it and I go, yeah, that was, that was a good risk management there because that's my swan being a little bit tentative at times. But then when I believe in it, watch out. Yeah. And that would be from your line at home, which starts to, to link out like an arrow to number two, and it, it makes you more decisive. But I think elven swans like to move slowly and they can be mute. You know, they won't reveal much. So we can no. find it's hard to penetrate you and that you can be pessimistic. And so you think we're before you knew this work, Nat. There would have been a cynicism and a mistrust and a holding back. Oh. A strong, like an elven swan too is like this massive bloody handbrake. 
that oh, it can it can be reasons yeah this is in child all these reasons why not to go forward so you can get pretty stuck I can absolutely and I've been stuck plenty of times in the past for sure so even going to the shop radar on I am I'm I've got a job to do don't talk to me okay and it can be and it can come across really cold yeah definitely really cold people you know if I've got to get the kids from school and I don't want to talk to people I'm here to pick up my kids don't talk to me I put you Elvin Swans put a big energy out they all carry this big energy around them like a great big bubble you can either come in because I trust you or (laughs) I don't want to talk to you today mostly it's mostly it's don't come close you're not invited exactly extremely private Yep, exactly. We are private people. I don't like everyone knowing my business. Introverted so. and private and, yep. uh, yeah, definitely. All right. But when, yeah, but trust trust is a huge thing for Swans. Trust Fons. is a big issue, very yeah. big issue. Okay, number three in relationships, you are a nightingale. What does that look like yeah. in what matters for you in relationships and how you like to connect with people? I want deep connection. I want to understand what their meaning and purpose of life is. Okay, obviously... My raven covers my whole map as well, which everyone will learn as we go as we go forward. But um, so my nightingale wants deep love and true love. It doesn't want like this fairy tale, you know, love story. I want to understand what my partner wants out of life and meaning within his true purpose of life. Um, I love art. I love to um, really understand and, and feel things. I love to deeply connect with people what makes them feel on a deep level i can yes. hold anyone when they're in pain um you know, have you had people come and confess all their their worst oh, things that happen in their the a nightingale in nightingale relationships i mean this happens to nightingales but a nightingale in relationships it's like they're an angel and people will just want to come and tell you things about what's happened in their life hard points because it feels like it's safe and you're not going to judge them it's very unconditionally all. loving um, nightingales. Absolutely. And I've been blessed with the work that I do that I am like that to people. And I, I find a lot of per- meaning and purpose in my work yeah. because that's how I build relationships at, at that level so they feel seen and heard and understood all the time. Yeah. See, what I'm hearing now, and I'll just say it for our listeners, it's a beautiful combination. We're not, of course, six nice little compartments in our psyche and our soul where we're taking away the layers of adaptive personality masks that we've all created from our personas where we've inflated some and we've negated some and we've molded ourselves to survive and to fit but that came from childhood really that we molded this together and we're taking this away and we're starting, starting to see who we are all the way underneath in our soul but they're not in little compartments they all blend in together. So I hear as you're speaking, I'm hearing very Raven Nightingale where they overlap because Raven will touch every persona you have because it's your number one. I'm hearing Raven Nightingale there. Someone else with a Nightingale 3 might say it differently, Nat. That's how it works, isn't it? Absolutely. So that, and that's what makes us all unique and beautiful individuals is that we can we learn to understand ourselves on such a level where we see each other yeah. differently but also in a beautiful, under, like understood way, rather than feeling like we just need to fit in this fun little box all the time, which isn't, yeah. is, we, we, and to be honest, the reason why you do, like I did this work was to break out of that box. Ah. I feel like my expectations 
on myself that I wasn't meeting for society as a parent or as a therapist or, you know, in the health, in the health field, I, I needed and wanted to break out of that to be who I truly needed to be for, yeah. for people around me. Yeah, yeah. Now, Nightingale's not always an angel, let's be clear. <laughs> Every persona has their fucksness. Their, their, oh, yeah. I want to be very clear here um, and speak in beautiful therapeutic terms. What sort of fucksness would we say a Nightingale has? What is the what is it? look like when it's in child and in shadow and struggling with fear or self-rejection oh my goodness so frail so frail. <laughs> i am going to cry crash and burn and i go into martyring a lot okay i go into it's not about me right now that virtuous martyr of yeah. i need to do it for everyone else and i need to put myself last and i'll put myself up on the cross um, <laughs> because at the end of the day if i look like i'm handling things for everyone else it makes me feel better yeah but so deep down no 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 so i always reckon wherever we got nightingale it's in the child we're trying to be a saint yeah always and i've got news for nightingales you don't get brownie points for how many times you've sacrificed yourself and been on the cross that's a tragic piece of news for Nightingales. I thought I was getting really close to sainthood. It doesn't work like that. It's really, really interesting, isn't it, that one? And the crashing and burning. And also, I guess there's been times where you've promised you'd turn up to things, Nat, uh, in relationships. And then because you've given out so much to so many people, you're too exhausted, you can't manage it, and you just don't show. No. When I need to be the life of the party, not a Nightingale, that's definitely not, not what, you, what you end up being. But you deny yourself so much fun as well because you haven't put in boundaries for yourself that, yeah yeah band, that's all the time so you know i i tend to find that if i have crashed and burnt i crash and burn and then i vanish out that's so right you disappear my, no one can reach you exactly i can't can't be reached even my poor husband at times or my closest friends but those are the people that i you know they're so dear to my heart that they do understand me on that level because they they understand this language as well they understand that but when people don't it can make you look when you've got nightingale in three it can make you look like you're that unreliable friend yeah the one that just cuts out last second or last minute from going to a dinner so and gets a bit uh despairing at times Yes, and it gets a bit despairing and depressive. No question about that. All righty. Our number four is like underneath our number one and it's pretty core to us and it's a great strength, but it also can be a way we unconsciously sabotage ourselves. And you have here that very <laughs> naughty, mischievous little carrot. Oh, I do. I do. He, he can be a real he's bastard at times. He's, he's, he's naughty, absolutely. Think the Weasley twins, for those who like Harry Potter, think Weasley twins. Absolutely. So it gets me in trouble. It's got me into trouble a lot um, over the years, but I can't, I've got this real knack of getting away with things. Yeah, um, that's, that's until so un <laughs> Until it catches me right out, and then I get really lazy and I escape my life. So... I, I think having understanding that parrot can be my greatest strength, but also a real trigger weakness um, was really, it was so powerful to understand it because it really understood where my deepest fears really laid. So when I, you know, parrots can get on right rants, 
they're terrible when they they're not yes. being heard or heard or understood and they can go down that path of ranting um and they'll do it in funny ways to get themselves out of things but it's just a cover-up it yes. really is a big cover-up for what yeah. they're truly feeling um so my number four does that to me and as much fun as I can get out of life I know that it trips me up because it doesn't it gets me un, it's unreliable it makes me feel unreliable it makes me feel like I'm not achieving things as well but yeah. on the on my on the other side of it when I am in my prime I, I want to open discussions and have beautiful conversations and I will never judge a soul that I meet ever no. No. And I think that's one of the biggest things, obviously having Raven number one yeah. and, and Elvin Swan number two, people can, and, and obviously lying in my map there too, it can look like I'm judging people, but underneath what people don't know and when they actually do understand me and get to know me, they know that they can tell me their deepest, darkest secret. And yeah. I'll tell you my biggest fuck ups. Yes. That's what parents do. They'll share the worst of themselves to make other people feel not so bad. And to feel like it's just a part of being human. We, are, we all have this and parents will just share anything. They are the opposite of private. Would you agree? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. So in my work, it just creates connections really, really well. I've yeah. loved, I love the connections that I make in my work because I use my parrot in those moments when I'm super passionate about things and people hear my rants, they do, and they take them and I need to own them better. Absolutely, yeah. and I've learned how to do that. But as on a whole, uh, if I didn't have my parrot, I would just be, I would feel like I was very alone. So Very alone and very serious. Yeah, very. But very, very serious because there's the humour and insights that come through the humour. It's a great way of delivering raven truths with your parrot. Absolutely, because you know what? We all muck up in this world. We all we fuck do. up on, in huge ways. And if I can laugh about it, and allow someone to learn through that oh my god it's the best way that like that's how I have been able to connect so much with my kids is oh, using, absolutely. using like you will always go back to those core values of your number four mm -hmm. to connect with people on such a deep level yeah really makes, absolutely. Makes absolutely people know who you truly are it's a great gift to have when it's not an escape artist it's very helpful yeah. all right what have you got in five? So this is our separate dream. This is like long-term lifestyle ambition. This is what I really would love to see happening in our lives, in my life. And you've got Sparrow. I've got Sparrow. Hence the reason maybe why I have five children. <laughs> have, have families, lots of children, lovely exactly. ideal childhoods. Yes. Yeah. Animals, um, lots of creativity, imagination. I love looking at ideas that could uplift, uplift us. And I, I want to follow those. And, um, and I love the creative energy. Like I'm, I love the spiritual side of things that yeah. the sparrow grip gives me. Because obviously in our four, five and six, we only have a few of the aspects yeah, you um, of, of it. Yeah. No. So I love the ideas that my sparrow gives me. And I love the intuitive um, spirituality that, that, sparrows, that sparrow gives. So yeah. I spend a lot of money on crystals because <laughs> that's what our number five does it's where it does. we spend our little treat money okay yes. our lifestyle and our ambition so i love to travel travel always oh, you have an adventure like yes that's very sparrow yeah. have an adventure. every weekend we get out and we're out in with my family and kids and we have an adventure oh, wow. we try to as much as we can so we just go and explore like 
little river systems and go kayaking and just all that kind of stuff so it's it's really blending that that masculine side for me that's that, beautiful Nat to yeah. hear that I feel shame as a mother now I never took my children on one of those <laughs> <laughs> I did other things because that wasn't what made my heart sing I don't have sparrow or swan but that's a very great combination of sparrow swan on your masculine side there that that is that working very very well how does your sparrow sabotage your life sometimes oh god it's a good saboteur. Obviously, yes. it can be the Achilles heel of anyone's map when you've got Sparrow sitting there. Mm-hmm. Um, it trips me up a lot, actually. Second guess myself a little bit yep. at times or maybe a lot every every other day. Yeah. Um, I can forget things quite readily. Like, yeah. where's my keys? Where have I put my keys? Just forgetful. Mm-hmm. Like, silly, silly little things. Um, and also, I can get if in child if I feel like I've been patronised over something that I've possibly said, watch out because you're getting a backup of a feisty sparrow with a ranty parrot and then a nice little raven comment coming straight through. Absolutely. So so it can, it can trip me up like that. But I think in a lot of, in a lot of ways, I mean, everyone's sparrow will do it differently in whichever part of their map that they're in, but it's really that forgetfulness just and what about worry can it go and get in a loops where it worries about things and and like you maybe not now since you've done quite a lot of work or a lot of work and you know this language so well so you're able to see when each one is starting to go into child and that's the gift of this when I can see it I've got a choice about whether I keep going that direction knowing I'm headed for a car crash or I can push pause and wait a moment and not keep hitting my head against that brick wall but in the past would your sparrow have maybe got a bit obsessed and a bit worried about stuff and and made a small thing a big worry? Absolutely. So for me, and they'll end up being in in nightmares actually. So Uh that's what can happen. That's that's the the spiritual side that my sparrow comes in for me. But a lot of things that I see happening is worry and and, and anxiety at times. So it's getting myself back and grounded. That's really key. Yeah, breathing and centering yeah. again yeah. that allows me to actually capture. Hang on a second. What what's going on right now for me? Am I worried about something that's that is a little issue, or am I actually is this something that I'm that, that I can learn from? Yeah. But I need to ground myself first hugely. Yeah, so there's just one too. Yeah, great. Isn't it nice? See, these are the little tips that you learn with your own unique maps. It, when my sparrow is starting to go off, I, I go to my swan and the swan does the parenting of my sparrow and then everything can be, all oh, right, we're back on course now, but otherwise it can be really chaotic, like I'm in a thunderstorm and on a boat and the seas are 10 foot tall and I don't know what's happening. All of us will have certain personas in our maps that can come in and help when one of the others is going off. And we and it does, and this is what happens. Absolutely. And being a number five, it's where I get my fun from and my yes. energy. Yeah, yeah. Hugely. It's so true. it's really it's really important. I I've, I'm. It's beautiful that I found that sparrow in five for me because it allows me to give myself the time to have fun and to adventure and to see spirituality from a totally different realm. Yeah. And, and integrate that into what I truly love and how I can um, express it without it being, um, you know, it can get silly at times as well. So it's understanding how to reground myself that that's been really key. Yeah, 
Got it. Brilliant. Thank you. And your last one, which we've mentioned, we have Lion at Home, parenting of yourself, parenting of your brood. What would you like to share just briefly about Lion at Home? Oh, I always have grand visions. (laughs) (laughs) I always want the best for my kids. I always want the best for my um, husband. I want the best for my family. I always see um, them and being very passionate for them but I've negated that in myself at times. So for me, being that huge support, big faith, big, I can, you can do this. That's the mum that I, that I always try to be on the level for them that they are. Um, And it, and courageous, like I, I can be that for them, but I sometimes have negated in the past that for myself. So when I'm self parenting, I can get, I can get hard on myself. Why yes. haven't you achieved this? This isn't okay. Um, and I can, it can be unmet within myself at times and can get very manic with myself as well. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things that I can do for myself and I can demand, get demanding and be like a pressure cooker at yes. times. Frantic. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And, yeah, and quite and angry. Yeah. Know, that, that angry parenting. Home, angry absolutely. parenting. Yeah. Yeah. It, which is hence why I got into this to start with. That's not the parent that I wanted to be. I yeah. wanted to be the one that actually could cheerlead and be the like champion others, like to, to, to be who they truly are. Yeah, which is a beautiful marriage there of Raven and Lion. So that works. I love how we hear this. We hear this with every guest that we have now, how, that, how they marry together this way. I would think that the period in your life when you had lots of little babies and you were unable to achieve anything other than being a mum would have been a very hard time for Lion at six because Lion has ambition and to feel like this is all I am doing and feeling like maybe I'm never going to get out of this. How did you handle that? Appallingly. (laughs) That's a good word for it. So dark and angry all the time. Um, Both your raven and your lion. Oh, absolutely. So frustrated. And like a lot of self-hatred. Obviously, that's the on top of the anger is the is the double whammy of that raven um, line coming through there. So for me, it was it was about driving myself back to find purpose. And that's what this work did for me. It allowed me to see that, you know what? Yes, I'm at this stage in my life where I am a mum and I need to do the day in, day out, you know monotonous mothering which is just like I'm not a natural mother so and I and I own that like 110 percent um so for me it was all about like I'm not achieving here like so it just made me really dark and and not nice to be around um so finding this work for me allowed myself to take that pressure off a little bit and actually understand that there's a reason why I was like this on myself and actually understand that, do you know what? It's a time in my life where I don't have to be manic, that I actually need to be nurturing of myself and realize that life's fucking hard. And Mm. to get up at, you know, numerous times in the night, you you know, I had twins and I had my five children within a six year period. Yeah. Six years, within six years, I had five babies basically whilst, but then on top of that, I wanted to work and I wanted to achieve and I wanted these ambitions and I wanted my family to, to be this big grand vision. But at the end of the day, I needed to just actually stop 
yeah. and realize what is my true meaning and purpose here? What yeah. is it that and how can I achieve that in a way that is supportive of myself rather than condemning myself and being 100%. frustrated all the time? Tell you what, when we condemn ourselves as parents, we become worse parents. So everybody loses. Everybody loses. As a raven, I would look at your life story and what you've just shared there and I would say, you will have, and I'm going to hear, I want to finish in a moment on your vision for your life, Nat, of where you're up to now and what your vision is for your life going forward. But I would say to someone in your situation, there's no accident that you have five children with all the distinct personalities, distinct persona archetypes, more importantly, that they have, and that this is an integral part of your purpose. This is your apprenticeship. To learn how to meet each one of those is going to be part of the treasure that you take forward. It's not wasting your time or you having to wait in the corner until you can finally get on with your life. And I know you understand this now, but at the time it does feel like that and there's a fear we'll never get out there and the lion's not known for its patience. I speak as a lion too, but I would see it as, wow, this is a very, it's the primal mother raven learning how to do that well. And later I'll look back as this was a really important learning time, even though it didn't look like I was tangibly learning things. So can we finish now? Thank you for such honest and wonderful sharing. I'm sure a lot of parents out there will feel relieved. See, that's parrot. Parrot's being very honest so that others can feel like, oh, it's not just me. And that's that's the gift in parrot. What's your vision for your life going forward, Nat? Oh, there's so many aspects that I could answer on this. But, you know, I really want to make sure that I'm here living a life where I am integral to myself but making sure that I am influencing others and guiding others to meet their visions and dreams and purpose. Um, that for me is a huge thing, especially for each and every one of my children, but also as a collective as well. I love, I love to spend time listening to others, but guiding them to who they truly are as well. That's a really big, like those transformations of others seeing themselves, understanding it themselves and how they can actually influence this world in magical ways. Yeah, yeah, says the sparrow with a little bit of magic at the end. Thank you so much, Nat. It has been an absolute joy to meet you. Thank you, everyone. We'll have a new Potluck Persona guest next time. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. Thanks to everyone who has listened to our Potluck Personas. If this has piqued your curiosity and you'd like to get an idea of your persona archetypes, we have a wonderful free quiz and lots of free resources at katieedentodd.com. So go there, find out what you might have, and you can go as little or as far as you like to discover who are you really. Enjoy. Enjoy.